Welcome to the Emotional Curriculum with me, Dr. Sarah Taylor-Whiteway. series two of the emotional curriculum. Thank you to everyone who's listened, shared positive feedback and left reviews so far. At the start of this series we wanted to take a few minutes of your time to talk about how this podcast can be useful to you. Firstly and most importantly we want it to pique your interest. We may be talking about areas you've never encountered before or things that you think about every day. Either way, our conversations will engage your brain with a topic and we hope that leads you to reflect a little differently on the child you're teaching or how you address an issue in your school. Maybe it will just spark a conversation with other teachers that begins to turn the wheels of change for the people you work with. If this is all we achieve, then that's a success. But we want to do more. The interest in evidence-based practice is rife in schools currently, but all may not be as it seems. Every classroom is different, and to apply a theory straight from the page into your classroom without assessing if anything has changed can proliferate narratives that aren't helping. We hope these podcasts engage you with the research, but we want you to become the researchers in your own classrooms. After listening to the podcast, you can find more information about what we discussed in the podcast description. So do some more reading, make a plan, and then try it out. Working with children and young people should be about being creative and then having the ability to reflect on your creativity. There are four simple steps to this kind of research. Firstly, decide what outcome you want to see change. For example, are you looking for there to be less shouting out in class? Or do you want children to be able to concentrate for longer? Secondly, decide how you can measure this. And then, take a pre-intervention measure. Step three, put the intervention into place. And then step four, take a post-intervention measure and assess this against the measure you took previously. You can do this with anything, trying a five-minute mindfulness to see if this improves focus, using the restorative justice questions to see if behaviour improves. The key is to reflect on what you have put in place. And if you try this and it works, or you try it and it doesn't and you want a bit more advice, get in contact with us. Let us know. Starting these conversations is key. We hope that in this way, certain fashionable research narratives don't dominate the education sphere and teachers have the freedom to experiment with what works for them in their subject with their students. And the message above and beyond all of this is that social and emotional development is as important as cognitive considerations in the classroom. It underlies academic success. So with that in mind, enjoy series two as we explore the positive emotion in reading for pleasure coaching, self-compassion, and much more. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at emcurriculum or email us on theemotionalcurriculum at gmail.com. See you soon.